drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to Two Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Each week we look at a classic movie with an anniversary this year and review it on our own criteria, unlike any other less legitimate movie review. Yep. This should be it's the only important. way people rank movies from now on, yeah, it's on the Archie Q. De Niro scale. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Good. The first of our ratings is to do with the alcoholicness of a movie, yep. and we make a cocktail for the movie. This one is a cocktail called a poltergeist. There you go. And I didn't realise that this movie was so tropical, but the... <laughs> the um, so tropical and hard to find. Also fruity. This is a fruity it cocktail. Like it has in it uh, vodka, sherry, mm. lime juice, elderflower cordial... And lemon-lime sorbet, the quantities of which will be on our socials at Two Drink Cinema, and they'll come up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. I have to say, it's the strangest combinations of ingredients. Yeah, it used. is. Last week, we did a cocktail that where we had everything. Yeah. And this week, all you had was vodka. Yeah, well. And we, I had well, to I buy the rest. I was going to say, obviously, but I don't know. Uh, there was one that was meant to have elderflower liqueur in it. Uh, but I didn't want to spend extra money on something we'll probably only use once, so I got okay. elderflower cordial. Because I this drink is that it. all the time. Do you, you use it like cordial? Like drink it like cordial? Yeah, or elderflower cordial, I guess you can. See mm-hmm. if you like the taste of it first. All right. Cheers. Let's see. Cheers. Ooh. It's not Ooh. bad. It's... um. Oh, it's got the mouth feel, to quote a master chef. It's got the mouth feel of the sorbet. Wow. Doesn't it? Don't know. That's it. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just smelling lychee. And I'm just getting sorbet. Maybe more sherry. Just getting alcoholic. It would taste more alcoholic if it was elderflower liqueur, not elderflower cocktail. I don't mind it. I'm giving it a three and a half. Judging by that face, you're not giving it a three and a half. No, we have to compromise on this. What do you think then? One, three and a half. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go 2.75. Okay. Or a three. Let's just do a three. All right. Now, I, I think it might grow on me. I think we could have put more you know, sorbet I'm putting, in. I'm putting more points on because of your effort of getting the ingredients. Uh, if you made it up yourself. I think if you were more generous yeah. <laughs> in the teaspoon of the sorbet, oh, right. it would be a bit sweeter. That was a tablespoon. Because that's the generous one. Ge- that's the measurement. One generous one teaspoon of generous teaspoon of sorbet. sorbet. And you put in one generous tablespoon between the two of us yeah Mm. because in my mind four teaspoons up make up a tablespoon so i probably put too much in there that's why you get the mouth feel and i've done the international signal the tannins for mouth feel it's very um 
Edamame. <laughs> That's a word they use on MasterChef. That's why I'm saying it. Sweet. I know it's not. It's weird. I like it. It's weird. It tastes like an alcoholic bottom of a calippo. Yeah, but not. But with elderflower in it yeah. and sherry. <laughs> elderflower calippo, there you go. A sherry calippo for adults. Sherry calippo. After dinner in summer, instead like... of retiring to the drawing room and having a sherry, after dinner in the summer in Australia, you can retire to the patio and have a sherry calippo. Sherry calippo sounds like a stripper name. Ladies and gentlemen, not ladies. Or a drag or queen. Gen- ladies and gentlemen. Could be ladies. It's 2022. Yeah. yeah. Could be a drag Please queen. Welcome to the stage, Sherry Calippo. If you were dressed as Sherry Calippo, you you could have broad shoulders and a little skinny ankles. Mm. Like Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, but you know why it wouldn't be a stripper? Because you remember trying to get the oh, yeah. thing off the Calippo? <laughs> you can't get It'd always be half. It'd be half still there. She'd get her top off and only one yarbo yeah. would be out. <laughs> because And then she'd just spend the rest of it trying to get it. And then someone and then, sucking. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then let's not even talk about. We just started <laughs> drinking. Let's okay. not even God. talk about. Slurping at the bottom. Oh, there's a little bit of liquid because it melts by the time you get there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said slurping out the bottom. So the cocktail <laughs> is a three out of five. And now our alcoholic is the movie. Okay. My friend, we used to go to the same caravan park. Yep. And have Calippo. <laughs> and we would have Calippos. I'd have a Dixie but cup. But the dad would drink VB. Our other brother would have a Bubble Bill. And our friend's dad... Would ride to the bowls club to get a slab, and then ride back with it under his arm on his son's bike, and that's what I thought (laughs) when that dad was riding back to watch the football game with a slab under his arm. Is that where the closest alcohol was to that caravan park? Because obviously we haven't been since we were kids. So the milk bar didn't sell it. Yeah, the caravan park shop. Yeah, or maybe the closest place he could get a slab. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I think that was the closest place. I also place. don't remember mum and dad drinking. They no. probably were. No, they would have. And we went over New Year's. But also, our friend's dad might have just got a slab and then our dad might have drunk some. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. I do remember us driving back to camp and seeing him riding back <laughs> with the slab under his arm. I can picture... That road. And then he like just... Like I was there yesterday. We just waved to each other and he just waved and we <laughs> drove and you back go, to camp. You go out and you go up and there's a thing and then it's there. Yeah. There you go. So um, this guy in Poltergeist is not the first dad I've seen, but he would never have dropped it. Would he have dropped it? Then they explode <laughs> everywhere and then gone into the house with it exploding everywhere. So it explodes over the slut daughter. And every other one watching the game. Yeah, fucking... And it, that's Idiot. not even his house. Idiot. It was very early in the movie. I thought it, he was the dad for a minute. But yeah. then when I saw Craig T. Nelson again, I was like, no, that's Mr. Incredible. Um, Mr. Incre- Mr. Freeling. Mr. Freeling, yes. Also has a bit of a drink after his daughter gets kidnapped yeah, by TV Yeah, I wrote people. he's drinking his way through the trauma. I wrote he drinks after the incidents. Yeah. Um, and then the investigator, uh, which speaking of drag queen names, Tangina. Oh, that ta- <laughs> no, that's the little person, isn't it? No, I thought the 
the the investigator is Miss Tangina. No, no, the investigator is Beatrice Strait, that doctor woman. The one that tells the little story. No, Tangina's the, Zelda Rubenstein. Oh, okay, is Tangina the little woman, the little medium? Well, she's small, but yeah. Dr. Lesh is Beatrice Strait. Ah, uh, Dr. Lesh. She's the one that, like, sometimes people don't go to the other side. Little and they the don't little come, woman is and they don't quite hilarious. make it. And so they get stuck and they don't know that they're dead. <laughs> Can I just say, for the, the impact score coming up as well, I haven't seen Poltergeist before, right? Yes. Obviously know all about it. It's a very iconic movie, especially some... Scenes yep. in front of TVs. I found this... There is a Family Guy episode that is based on this and a, an American Dad episode that's loosely based on this as well. So I had a really hard time watching it without laughing. Yeah, and we've just watched the American Dad episode before recording this. And, yeah, now all I can see is... Roger. The Roger alien. being the little... This house is now clean. clean. <laughs> oh, so on an alcoholic level, what anyway, do we reckon? I scrolled down a little bit under top cast. Yeah. And it, I thought it started with Craig T. Nelson and Beatrice Strait, and then I couldn't find Heather O'Rourke, Carol Ann, but she's top credited yes. with Diane Freeling. Yeah. Um, who was credited as Joe Beth with a small B. Oh. Even though she's Joe Beth with a big B now. Right. Okay. That's uh, the alcoholicness of the movie, uh, when you oh, add in the flask, oh. that she's like, here, have a drink. And then they drink the whole flask a overnight. Drink and then they're like, oh, it's empty now, bitch. Yep. Uh, I reckon it's a two. Well, yeah. They drink less because they're stoners. Mm. Two and a two five. 2.25. Yep. So alcoholicness. On Archie. Out of 10, yeah, is a 5.25. I like this cocktail. Mm. It's a good poster. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Oh, you didn't see it? Russ and Richard got back together at the end. It wasn't that good. <laughs> anyway, that's a family guy reference for later. Representation. Right now we're talking about representation. We both wrote the same two words, but I put a full stop. Well, it's black, a list. Black investigator. That's it. Who was quite important. It wasn't just like a, here he is. He was like yeah. the one that was actually competent. He didn't just drive the car like the black <clears throat> Ghostbuster. Yeah. He also was the least afraid of ghosts. And out of the three people that investigate ghost activity, yeah. they were incredibly afraid of ghosts. And um, Dr. Lesh, Dr. she's Lesh. the one in charge of that department. Dr. And Lesh. as soon as she sees something, she loses the plot. She not a not a fan. Some Dr. people Lesh. don't know that they're dead, and so they're stuck, and they don't go to the light. I still don't know whether she should or shouldn't have gone to the light. Well, I, I, but let's I, come back to that yeah. later. Uh, representation, like a one. I don't know. There's no slut shaming on the Point sister. Five. That's very modern and well represented. Inclusive of sluts. Yeah. Um, well, they're shit parents, so they probably don't even know what she's doing. Yeah, they don't even notice that she's like, oh, yeah, I know that Holiday Inn. They don't even notice she was gone for half the movie. Yeah. She was, she didn't, okay, they didn't need that other daughter. No. No. They clearly, 
but Caroline was the favourite. It was very obvious. Well, probably they spoke a lot about her because she's the one that got trapped. Mm. I was looking through the trivia on IMDb, yep. right? Speaking of the children. <gasps> Maybe this movie was haunted. At around 43 minutes, when Steve tells the parapsychologist his family members' ages, he says that Dana, his oldest daughter, is 16 and that his wife, Diane, is 32. Ooh. Many viewers interpret this to mean that Diane was... Interpret this like they've done maths. Maths, yeah. Was only 16 when she gave birth to Dana. However, the novelisation of the film clarifies that Diane is Steve's second wife and that Dana is actually Diane's stepdaughter. Oh, well... But since that was never mentioned in the film, it doesn't apply. <laughs> God. That, no, that's dumb. But they don't need that sister, you're right. But in terms of representation of this movie, I'm going to give it a 0.5. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Because there is a fairly important black character, but there is still only one. And... He is much more good with ghosts because the white guy investigator also keeps trying to come up with real reasons why these things are happening. Yeah, that's like, dumb. It could be humidity in the roof. Yeah. Like, well, maybe not. The chick that played Carol Ann. Yes. Heather O'Rourke, um, she died in 1988. Oh, yeah. I read. There's a bit of a what they call a poltergeist curse. And then the the older... <laughs> that ice cube just cracked and moved. It's a poltergeist in the house. The older daughter, Dominique Dunn... The unnecessary daughter. ...died when she was 22. Yeah. Or something like that. Heather O'Rourke died very young and he's buried in the same cemetery as Jo Beth Williams who played her mother. Oh, that's yeah. nice. In the bottom of a pool? Hollywood Cemetery. Oh, right. You know they use real skeletons? I know. And they How didn't tell that. They didn't tell Joe Beth Williams until afterwards. And they say this curse that is taking away cast members young is because they use real skeletons. So they're saying that, you know, they you took you filmed the film but you didn't take away the bodies. You moved and moved. <laughs> Thanks for I'm I'm glad they explained exactly what happened. Yeah, as well. Um, yeah. So people say that there's a curse on the cast of this movie because they filmed the film with real skeletons because it was cheaper and easier than getting fake skeletons. Where'd they get them from? I don't know. The burial ground up the road. The cemetery oh. where they filmed that cemetery scene. She got killed by her ex-boyfriend. Oh, tragic. Mm, not the not the little girl. The unnecessary daughter. Mm. Should we talk about whether I cried? Speaking of death, um, I'm gonna go that it was. It's gonna be pretty low on the cry, isn't it? When the girl cried, I I nearly cried laughing at one point. We'll get to (laughs) when the girl cried because her dead bird died. She killed the bird, but the dead bird died, and the girl cried (laughs) at the little funeral. Yeah. How funny was it? Not funny. Okay, it was a little bit funny. When the poltergeist is going and the ground's going and the thing. Yeah. They, then it was just like the cigar box rolls out or whatever when they're digging the oh, hole. I didn't notice that. It was like, oh, oh is when they were digging the hole for the pool. Oh. They, it was just like the, the day pool. after. The, yeah. the day after. It was just like the cigar box or whatever that they buried it in. 
the the pot the pot stash box the the what essentially became a pyramid because she puts everything like the ancient Egyptians for the fucking afterlife. In case you get in hungry, case you get hungry, you can have strawberry licorice. In case you get cold, is a bit of tin foil or something. Yeah, a and paper then in towel. case you what's her the get food? lonely or something. In case you get lonely, she puts something else in there. She puts a rose in there, and then she gets a fish, and feeds it four days worth of food in four minutes. Yeah, and then I'm thinking she killed the bird. She overfed the bird and it's dead. Well, that's. I think the mum says that, doesn't she? Well, why do you think the bird died? You can't feed it that much. Oh, but it's hungry. Yeah, but why do you think you killed your bird? Yeah. Mate? No, she says, you know what happens when you overfeed goldfish? They grow up to be sharks. It's a little another reference. Well, they grow up, they grow up to be buried in a box anyway. They grow um, up to be a poltergeist and suck you into the closet. the bird down the toilet. Yeah. It's like, you don't do that to birds. Imagine that if it didn't flush and then you went to poo. Yeah. You <laughs> think you pooped a bird. <laughs> I like when she said, oh, why couldn't you have done this on a school day? <laughs> yeah, she's a, sh- she's a shit mum. Because if you do it on a school day, she just flushes it and no one knows. And then she just says, oh, the bird flew away. The poltergeist got it. Um, I'm giving it a 0.5 because my eyes moistened at the bird funeral. Okay. I didn't cry. Horniness. Oh, here we go. The stoned parents are horny. The the parents are horny. Yep. But no yarbos go out. Okay. These blokes dig in a pool. Yes. Not cool. Now it makes sense if it is her stepdaughter. Right. They're wolf whistling and hollering at the girl. But it's not mentioned in the movie, so it doesn't count. Yeah, right. (laughs) So then she's a school child. She is literally on her way to school. In a school uniform. And these men are like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't remember what they say. And then she does her little four-point action yeah. to give the finger. And the mum's reaction to that is like, oh, how funny. Oh, how funny. My daughter's oh, hot. My, my daughter's getting, like, cat-called at by grown men. Oh, isn't this a fun neighbourhood? Shit parent, again. Not good parents. It is an 80s movie. The 80s Apparently, are notorious for shit parents. Everybody was a shit parent in the 80s. They were. Uh, so the parents are horny, not only when they're stoned, but also just before they're going to save the daughter. Oh, yeah. Like, just before you're about to go into the unknown other side mm. is not the time for a make-out session. No. Like, give they a did bit that of a... bit better in Family Guy. Give a, give a kiss and then in you go. Yeah. Not like, oh, i got to pause, going to make... She could be dying. Yeah. She could be walking in or not in the light. Yes. I still don't know. The mum <laughs> the mum in that bit where she was getting hollered at, the daughter was getting wolf whistled. Yes. Then the, then she, the mum went out and then came back into the kitchen or wherever and one of the tradies randomly went into the window and started drinking coffee. No, and he also tasted the food that was on the stove. Yeah. She got more annoyed of, at yep. that than the daughter situation. And... More aware of the pool being built than the fact that her daughter is going and getting her neck virtually sucked off in the Holiday Inn. The Holiday Inn. <laughs> oh, oh, the Holiday Inn. I remember that. What? Nothing. Nothing. And no pursuing of that line of questioning. Did you notice then at the end when the daughter came back, she had a big whopping hickey on her neck? More than one. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. That's fun movie making. Nah. That, um... That was well done, yes. And 
she just screams when she comes back. What is happening? Get in the freaking car, Violet. Oh, sorry, wrong family. Craig T. Nelson's daughter. That was not a bad Violet. She's not a slut unintentionally, though. She's not a slut, though. But how horny is Poltergeist? Uh, It's a A two seven five two point seven. For me, I reckon. All right. If I said a three and you said a two point seven five, should we compromise on a? I reckon we should swap three. Horny, give a score each, and insults just give one score. Oh, that's going to change things. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It does. What are we? We're not publishing this. But it's going to affect. Okay, the... season five, we change it. Good. If we're changing anything as well, we're going to give it a um, shit parent score because yeah. we've watched some movies out of some shit parents. This ET. Wait till we get to Gremlins. Ferris Bueller. Oh, we haven't watched that for Christmas. Gremlin. Sister Act. Oh. Oh yeah, that was she's shit not parents. shit. She just tells her not to pursue her dreams. I suppose mm. that's shit for a parent. That is pretty shit for a parent. You're really good at singing, and you have a dream to be a singer. Don't do it. Yeah. If you wanna be somebody, well, that's Sister Act Two. That's on the counting. Patreon. Um, insults or hairdressing in your lounge room. Insults. I didn't have any other than the funny kids ones. You're a big bath bag. You're a doggy bag. <laughs> You're a doggy bag. Full of dog shit. It's about a point five. Yeah. I was insulted by. I don't nothing nothing. Really. It's a big enclosure. I was insulted. I was insulted by the the boss. He was a dick. He was like, what do you think we've done? When it was like we're gonna bury on a cemetery. We've done it before. Yeah. What the fuck? And they're like, where? As if that's your solution. Well, apparently people uh, hated him. So much that, yeah, that he was a um, spokesman for a supermarket at the time that this movie was on. A spokesman for a supermarket. Yeah. James Karen at the time was also the commercial spokesman for Pathmark Supermarkets. Such a Karen. He received hate mail from people saying they would never shop there again because of his character's treatment of the Freelings. I don't think he treated the Freelings particularly badly. I think he treated the uh, dead bodies the that dead he bodies. didn't exhume yeah. badly. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, people, uh, Pathmark Supermarkets lost business because of the boss. That's a very strange reasoning. It yeah. wasn't that bad. No. Mm. All right. Uh, insults we've done our score for. Enclosure rounds out, rounds out Archie. It's a three. It's a three. Because they have the big double-story house and every house, as that person says, when they inspect another house... They all look the same. They all look the same. Mm. But then he says, oh, yeah, but put whatever the fuck extension on you want. Like this guy that's got a hot tub in his lounge room that's half out of the house that then he slides down into the backyard. Yeah, or just build your own pool. Or just fucking dig up a dead body. Yeah, or don't. Or just the house can disappear on itself and we don't even care. Yeah. Very as long as you strange. pay for the house. Mm. It's so a, three. a three. Yeah. Yeah. Quite now, the cue for Quadenero is there he. That's the quotability quote. As I said in the previous episode, number 69 out of 100 on the AFI quotable list. Mm. One quote that I do like. Would you do anything I ask if you, even if it goes against everything you believe as a human and a Christian? 
And then I she don't says, know why I found that so And funny. then she says yes, but then later when she asks her to do something, she says, I hate you for this. I hate you for this. Yeah. One I like is, your mind hanging back, you're jamming my frequency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that in real life. Oh, excuse me, you're jamming my frequency. She so steals this movie. She does. She's the best thing in this movie. Except the best acting in this movie is that woman and the kid, the little girl. She's very good. Yeah. She died. That's really unfortunate. Yes. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Five. <laughs> um, one line that I didn't like, though, mm. is that shit is going haywire. They're yeah. in... The room, shit is flying around. Yep. The light that she may or may not have to go towards is in the closet. I'm not going to give this up. If anyone listening knows whether or not she should or shouldn't go to the light, please <laughs> let me know. That all shit is going on, right? She's got the rope in her hand. Mr. Yeah. Incredible is being the anchor like at the back of Tug of Tug War. Tug of War. And then um, she says, I'll go into the other side. And then the mum says... No, I'll go. Then the little woman says, you've never done this before. And then the mum says, you've never done this before. You're, you're right. right. You go. Yeah, it was a weird kind of <laughs> joke. joke. It was not yeah. the time for a joke. Yeah. And I then once that all happens and they're moving out, the mum goes to the dad. Oh, what a day. And I thought she meant... Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. That was a yeah. tough day. Yeah. When she really meant this day is beautiful. What a beautiful day. There's yeah. no poltergeist in the skies. <laughs> when she said, oh, what a day. <laughs> she was like, geez, that was a bit tough one. I could use another mm. joint. Mm. So just because I want you to... Okay, let's give a quotability score and then I'll read this thing out. Well, it's number 69 on the list. Eight. I'm going to give it a I'm gonna give two. It a two. Oh. <laughs> Stand back. Okay. I'm on Reddit. Okay. The answer to everything on the internet. Why is Carol Ann instructed to run to the light? Yeah, I know why, but then she's also instructed to not go near the light. Hope hope this is being posted in the right place. It's Reddit, so of course obviously. But is it the right subreddit? So in 1982's Poltergeist, Caroline is in the limbo-like dimension and is told by the researchers not to go into the light, the assumed reason being that it's the doorway to permanent afterlife. Later, Tangina, if that's how we're saying the name... <laughs> we are. ...seems on board initially with Carol getting Caroline back to the real world, let's go get your daughter. But later when she senses Caroline is under restraint, she seems to flip completely saying Caroline should go into the light. Lying that her mum is waiting for her there. Then they send Diane into the gateway, having tied a rope around her, expecting they'll be able to get Caroline back. Why risk Caroline running into the light and having it then be too late? Why wouldn't they simply say, we're coming for you, stay away from the TV people? Yep, that's the question. What's the answer? I think they sent her toward the light to get the spirits to go there. Then yep. they tell her to stop so they can come get her. Yeah, I was trying to make a running joke out of it rather than actually get an answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> they do. They try Hello Fresh. Oh, try Hello Fresh as well. David Burke is on Hello Fresh. Oh, and NPH. and Neil Patrick Harris. There you go. Um, they do say 
go to the light, the mm-hmm. researchers. But then when Tangina gets there, she knows better. Yep. And says that the light is the way to the afterlife, but she wants to get the spirits who are fucking shit up to go to the light. Yep. Uh, and so they don't. Yeah. All right. All right. Drink. I'm still not sure what the right answer is, though. <laughs> I think she shouldn't go to the she light. But it's just light. very confusing, and the mum gets confused and angry as a human being and a Christian. Yeah. Drink. I didn't see Coke or Pepsi. Neither did I, but I looked up something. At the start of the movie, yep. the slut daughter <laughs> yes. is sleeping on Lay's chips. She has a bag of chips in her bed. Yes, and the gobbledock comes and steals them from yeah. her. That To any non-Australian <laughs> listeners, that's not racist. No. That- I feel like a gobbledock, for anyone that doesn't know what the sounds gobbledock dirty. was, sounds either very dirty... Is that what it was called? ...or very racist. But I'm going to put... Um, I'm going to put something of it on our socials. Yeah, they also did Smith's Chips, the Gobbledock. Remember, this is it. Yeah. The Gobbledock is like the cookie monster of crisps. What I'm getting at here yep. is that Lay's is owned by PepsiCo. Oh, owned by Mr. Uh, Caleb Bradham. Yeah. Brad's Chips. Yeah. Um, and it was introduced in 1940. Um, and by the Nazis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Throwback. So, is that enough reasoning? I'm I'm thinking one no, point five, point five, point five, because there is a product owned by PepsiCo. And should we also have some sort of score in the future about how much fucking Star Wars is referenced in something? There was so much Star Wars memorabilia. Well, because Spiel- it's produced by Spielberg. Yeah, I know. But, but also, fuck off. As we've said, as we said about AT, he's a kid in 1982. Mm. His poster, mm. his room is going to be full of Star Wars shit and creepy clowns. But also, the poster for Alien was up there. Yeah, strange. Well, because Spielberg liked Alien. Okay. Okay. Mm. Speaking of AT, should I mention that now? Oh, how we? Yeah, because I actually wrote down before I did any research when I was watching the movie. Yeah. I didn't know it was thinged by Spielberg. Spielberg. Yep. And then I'm like, why wouldn't he direct it? Then I went, oh, obviously he was doing E.T. at the same time. Well, I gave this away in the trivia question last week. Yeah. Uh, he offered... So Toby Hooper directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. in 1974, I think. Oh, not the Jessica Biel one. No, not the Jessica yeah. Biel one. Um, Paris Hilton? No, that's House of Wax. Oh, yeah. God, that was terrible. I don't know why I remember that. She melted almost as much as the wax <laughs> figures. Um, that's hard. That was Paris Calippo. Um, he offered... So he liked what he did on Texas Chainsaw. Yep. So offered E.T. to Toby Hooper. Oh. But Toby Hooper declined E.T. Bad choice. Mm. And so he that's gave him Poltergeist instead. But apparently... Mm. Spielberg directed most of Poltergeist anyway. He was like, he was still there being like, mm, can you reshoot that? That's yeah, maybe shit. just do it this way a little bit. If I, he was like, he was like, I'm not going to direct it. But if I was directing it, Toby, this is what I would do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not calling you a shit director. Because after you. But it, that seems to apply here. Yeah, <laughs> it does look like 
a Spielberg movie from that time. It's got total like Spielberg it has the vibes. Same vibes as ET and Close Encounters. Yeah, it does. And so then, but also apparently, once film, once principal photography finished, um, Spielberg had a couple of weeks off and then started ET. But all of the editing of Poltergeist was done by Spielberg. Oh, well, there you go. So Spielberg led the editing with his normal editor. So it's a very Spielbergian movie. Um, Drew Barrymore auditioned for the role of Carol Ann, but wasn't angelic enough. Oh, okay. But based on that audition, um, Spielberg cast her in E.T. Right. So um, she's done well from that anyway, Drew. Um, so what were we up to? I took a little... We're up we, to we voted, we the did drink. the drink. We're up to endurance. Iconic TV shot. Yeah. And the lighting of the static on the TV still works. The Yeah, that was good. The lighting, the sound and stuff's good. The special effects for the most part were still pretty good. It's just the face falling off. I... Nearly wet my pants. It was so bad. It was very bad. It was also the family guy effect of it all. Yeah. (laughs) My neighbours probably thought I was watching the funniest movie ever made. Because I was literally on the couch being like... (laughs) Is it like that scene in Saboteur where the guy's getting shot and everyone's laughing? (laughs) Yeah. But it was just like... It was like... It went shot, right? On On the mirror. And then it went away. And then it came back and it was like... Did not even look like him or no, a real No, face. it was very clearly not him. In uh, the TV version, they didn't have his face fall off. They just had, had him age very quickly. I thought it was going to so be was a the face two, melting off thing. It was thing the two like, um, face scary endings it? from Indiana Jones. Yeah. It was the face melting off and aged very quickly, yeah. just replaced each other. The other reason with the impact it'll get to <laughs> in the Family Guy episode, then that happens and Peter, his face is melting off. And then he becomes oh, yeah. um, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah. And then just goes, uh, Hank. Propane. Hank Hill. <laughs> uh, One the tree thing. also didn't look great. No. No, I think that was okay. For the time, definitely. Mm. What didn't age well was that TV stopped. I don't. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, at a certain at time two, of night, there was no screen. 7 a.m. Yeah, after the national anthem, <laughs> the TV turned off. And also that you can have a TV and be on the same channel as your neighbour. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't know that. That that wasn't a real thing, surely. I don't know. Any old listeners listening, let us know. Did you ever change your... You could by pointing it through the window, I imagine, if you pointed it at their TV. Yeah. But not if you pointed it at your own TV. But wouldn't it, yeah okay there would I don't be, know. there's also some distance and a fence between them yeah that yeah I don't get uh, also phones on cords we've talked about that landlines we've talked about that in the, plenty of episodes it just looks very eighties as well so it looks a bit dated yeah like the home decor very eighties oh uh, that's coming up in nostalgia those wooden chairs oh those wooden chairs they're very nostalgic. But for endurance, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Because one of the... The effects of the things coming out of the TV still works. 
Yeah. And I was going to say the skeletons looked really good, but they were real. So. They were real. Most of the scary effects are good, except for the face is very bad. I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Also, the shit parenting of it. I don't know. <laughs> I keep bringing it up. Yeah, I want to know. I want to watch a movie like this from now and see if parents are so shit. I don't know. Like, oh shit, Tweety! Couldn't you have waited for a school day? Also, one more endurance thing. No Uber is letting a dog in. There's Uber Pet. No. I swear there's Uber Pet. But if I get an Uber up here, there's no way I can just put my kid and a dog in it. Oh, that was And the send it on the did. way. It was just like, I'm an eight-year-old kid. Bye, Mum. I'm off to Grandma's. Fuck off. Get in the taxi with the kid. It was the 80s, though. Things were safer. Well, they also probably weren't... I don't know. They were high. I don't fucking know. He was drunk. She but was high. In the 60s, they didn't have a sex offenders register, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh. Endurance is what it is. Nostalgia. I was nostalgic for those wooden chairs. I was not nostalgic for much of it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give it a one for nostalgia. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 0.5. Impact. I was nostalgic for being a child. (laughs) I didn't even have a bird. Impact, we mentioned something in the uh, last episode that the Spice Girls, Baby Spice plays Carol Ann in so their film random. clip for Too Much, which we'll put on our socials. Um, very random Very random that film clip. The audience that the Spice Girls were targeting yep. wouldn't get that reference. No, the mums of the, mums the girls would. and boys who were watching the Spice Girls yeah. film clips would have got it. It's also not their best song, so it probably doesn't matter. No, anyway. there's quite a few songs ahead of it. Um, there were sequels. The, the Poltergeist 2 took the same family, but then I think, from what I read, made the ghost just like a nasty man ghost. Yeah. Not a revenge burial ground ghost. Oh, okay. Then there was a Poltergeist 3 that was probably shit. Mm. There was a remake. There was a remake. And... There okay. might be another one coming. Yeah, I don't know, but I haven't heard much about it for From a while. From the Russo brothers who right. directed the last two Avengers movies and... Happy Endings. Uh, oh, happy yeah, Happy Endings. endings. Yeah. Watch Happy Endings. Um, also, I've touched on it already. There is a Family Guy episode that is called Peter Geist. Yes. Which is German um, for penis ghost. <laughs> it basically... <laughs> Peter decides that he will build a multiplex in his backyard because his neighbour Joe has a cinema room. Wait till Joe's legs get a look at this. <laughs> so he has to do one upsmanship. And so he discovers that it was buried on an ancient Indian burial ground. Yes. And then he fucks around with this skull that he finds, which has a chief's headdress on it, <laughs> so has... we knew it was Native American. Yeah. Um, and so then that's what the poltergeist thing, and Stewie is... Carol Ann, basically. Yep. And the entrance is through the closet and the exit is through Meg's ass. Yeah. But interestingly, and then the little... Stewie doesn't stay in the closet. Uh... Uh... What? <laughs> <laughs> and 
It uh, that family. I watched that Family Guy episode again. I know it very well. Yes. Anyway. But it is one of the most random Family Guy episodes because it's the main storyline is the parody of Poltergeist. Yep. But then within that, there's this r- random references to um, Jag. Yeah, and that Jag Lord scene of the is Rings. funny. And is this, anyone and even this, watching? <laughs> the Jag one's funny. Yeah. Is anyone even watching? Old people. And then the hey, friends when it goes, hey, how you doing? <laughs> How's that, How's that hip? hip doing? <laughs> Then the funny, the funniest bit is though when he is in front of the TV and he goes, "I don't know, I don't know." Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, Russ and Rachel got back together again, and he goes, "She got off yeah. the fucking plane." Yeah, and don't he goes, and then he goes, "Oh no, they're doing a spin-off. He's still Joey, but Joey, but oh, it's not going mm, that well." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Rachel, a- Rachel getting off the plane is on my hate board. Okay, by good. the way, then. Um, there's an American Dad episode called Poltergasm. Which we where just watched before. The Smith's house is haunted by the ghost of Francine's unsatisfied sex drive. It's interesting they went through the whole movie without saying the O word. Orgasm. Yeah. That was the- <laughs> in case you didn't know. <laughs> but you looked like you were thinking about oh, it. Like No. Or or orgasm? I know. I knew what the word was. I was trying to think. If, I was trying if they to said hear it. them say it. Because they said anyway. poltergasm trademarked. Trademarked. Which someone else has actually... Anyway, um, people haven't watched that. And yes. I had to look it up as well because... Well, during the movie, I looked it up. But then towards the end, I knew it was a reference. Yeah. That the creepy clown that the kid had for some reason and was scared by it, but still put it up in a chair looking directly at him while he's sleeping. Every night. Um, was um, parodied or ripped off, however you want to say it, in Scary Movie 2. You can't say ripped off for legal reasons. Oh, okay. Parodied. Um, so they did that. And then I was like, oh, I'm not sure because it looks almost exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. But then at the end with the whole, the clown snatches him and drags him under Wraps the bed. Wraps his arm around him. That is exactly yeah. the scene, except it's there's other bits that aren't. Yes. And then the same bit where she, the mum, for some reason, is on her back. Walks walk around the, the walls. Yeah. They, 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 well. they built a room and rotated the room. Fucking hell. Which is how they also did that scene in Inception. Where they fight in the hallway. Oh, well, then it had more impact. Yeah. yeah. As the, um, you know, that scene where on level one or level two, I don't know, the van is rolling mm. down the embankment while Joseph Gordon-Levitt is fighting a guy in the hotel hallway on level two or three. I need to watch that again. Yeah. Um, because the on level one, the van is rolling, the hotel hallway's gravity yeah. is fucked. Yeah. Um, and so that Christopher Nolan built the hotel hallway. Mm. He built it himself. Yeah, yeah, with his bare hands. Right. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the guy fought in that hallway. Cool. Um, I don't think that was a tribute to Poltergeist, though. I think that was just <laughs> that was Christopher just... Nolan's really cool idea of Inception. In terms of impact, look, cultural. If if we're counting impact as cultural. Uh, impact. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is orgasm? Yeah. yeah. Cultural orgasm. Mm. Then it's high. 
It's eye impact, eye iconicness. It is iconic. I'm going to do a three and a half. I'm going to do a three and a half also. Well, it's one point for Family Guy. It's half a point for American Dad. It's half a point for... Um, scary movie. Scary movie. And then quarter make of up a, the rest. Quarter of a point for Inception. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's also out there in the culture and people know it. And it had sequels, it had rip-offs. Yeah, and it, I mean spin-offs. It ticks all the boxes of horror movie, you yeah. know, family and quiet suburb horror that goes movie, shit. Family, quiet suburb goes to shit, Brett didn't find it scary. It ticks yeah. all the horror movie boxes. Rewatchability. I think I'd like to watch it again. Mm. Um Without taking notes. I think I'm going to start yeah. getting better at watching a movie and then taking notes on it. Yeah. I'm going to try that for a couple, particularly the scary ones. Yes. Because I did that for Moonlight, which is going to come out for Rainbow Popcorn, because I knew there was going to be feels I, um, and I wanted to feel it. I did find myself rewinding. Yeah. I think I might have to do some... Because also on the laptop, the whole room is dark, but then my screen's on. Mm. So I think I'm going to have to do that for the horror movies this month, is watch them without the notes and then take the notes Well, we after. watched a movie last night that's not... Because we apparently have time to watch movies that we don't review. Yeah, once every two months. And then <laughs> you were like, we were getting ready and we're like, let's watch a movie without taking notes. Yeah. But when we put the movie on, you still went and grabbed your laptop. Well, I, yeah, I walked to turn the kitchen light off and then about four steps away from the studio is the studio with my laptop. So about to go and get it because I'm so used to it. I did something that I haven't done for a very long time a while ago. I watched a movie without notes and without my phone. <gasps> yeah. So I actually just focused on two hours of movie. Fuck. It was a movie called Run on Netflix. It's a horror. Oh. Oh. Sarah Paulson, playing oh. Sarah Paulson, oh. um, but nailing it. Yeah, well, um, Sarah Paulson. And it's a girl in a wheelchair and all Netflix... And it's called Run. Yeah, no, no, because she... Sarah Paulson plays the mum and her daughter is homeschooled because she's got conditions... Okay. That make her unwell and wheelchair bound, and the it, it the movie is at the moment where the daughter is about to go off to college. Okay. And externally, Sarah Paulson is telling everyone that she's really happy and her daughter's well set up, and yep. there's this little homeschool meeting, and all the other mums are worried for Sarah Paulson, as people do worry for disabled people more often than the disabled people worried about themselves. Yes, because that's. Okay. Able guilt. Yep. Um, but she's like, no, she's had to deal with so much adversity in her life. This is nothing going mm, off to college. Mm, mm. But Sarah Paulson is actually really scared. Right. And there's little revelations that the girl isn't actually as sick as she really is. Oh. And so she saying. has to try and get away, which is how the kind of run thing comes in. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Netflix didn't do the greatest blurb for it. It said, actress, it says, run. Actress is the first um, wheelchair-bound lead actress in a horror film since 1942. Okay. Is, what's the movie okay. about? <laughs> it's interesting that it's called Run. Maybe after. Because I feel Paulson's like it's very called good. Run for a reason that would spoil it. Um, Sarah Paulson is very good and uh, Kira Allen... Um, who plays uh, the girl, 
um, is very good as well. And it's pretty much two people. It's pretty much them in mm. the whole movie. So cool. uh, it's very good. So in now that you've said that, what do you think your rewatch ability, ability of <laughs> Poltergeist, Poltergeist is? is uh, I'm going to give two. it a one and a half. Yeah, I'm going to two. Because I don't. It's not scary. I, I feel like I could watch it again. I think it might be scarier. I think I would if somebody hadn't seen it that was wanting to see it. I would say let's watch it. Yeah, I think that last bit. If there had been a little bit more build up back into something scary, mm. but it just goes full on very quickly. Yeah, I'd rewatch it with someone. I'd make someone watch it. Like that time, my friend was like. I haven't seen Exorcist. I've heard it's really scary. And I'd seen it. I'm like, okay, well, let's watch it. And he watched it. And it was a little bit in. He was like, this is fucking boring. I'm like, just wait like 20 minutes. And he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, and that's with the older horror movies like The Exorcist. It does take a bit to get into. Mm. But it character sets up very well, The Exorcist. In this, it was interesting that it was like pre-credits scene of her talking to the TV. Then it did the thing of this is the normal town. Yeah. Then oh, uh, uh, let's not forget about that. This is still a problem. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it was like the next day or a couple of days later. I had no idea of the timeline of this movie. Yeah, I know there was at least one night because it was like the kid gets taken. Then they were struggling to sleep. Then they called the when they called in the shit doctor. The shit ghost people. Yeah, I was like, how long has it been? Mm. And then it was like, how long again did they wait until Tangina got there? Tangina. Tangina. What do we reckon? Tangerine. Is it Tangina or Tangina? I reckon it's Tangina. Yeah, Tangina is a bit much for a Spielberg family horror movie. Mm. The girl is very good. She is a very good very combo good. of pretty, cute, and creepy. Mm. She does the little creepiness very well. The music was good. Yeah. Did it get a bit much at one point? Um, it was written as a lullaby to... Um, oh, great. ...to um, contrast the scary shit going on right. for the kids. Do you want to hear a couple of interesting things that happened to the kids? What was the goo? You know when they went in and came out the other side? and the Oh, it was ball. ghost come. I'm like, is this afterbirth or something? <laughs> no, it's... they have Ectoplasm. A, ectoplasm, like in Ghostbusters. Like in South Park? No. <laughs> no. I will not explain that scene. It's hilarious. It's, it's a, it's a, there was a ghost, a creepy ghost. During all the oh. horrors that proceeded while filming Poltergeist 1982... Only one scene really scared Heather O'Rourke, that in which she had to hold onto the headboard while a wind machine blew toys into the closet behind her. The young actress fell apart. Producer Steven Spielberg stopped everything, took her in his arms and said that she would not have to do that scene again. Oh, and that's why later on, when the kids, in the son's in there and the things, you can just see her legs. Yeah. And I'm like, that's clearly a doll. Um, also with that, right? Yes. So, Poltergeist gone. The house is now clean, right? Then they're like, well, now we should move. The house is right? now clean. Now we're going to stay at the Holiday Inn. Yep. Are we? And then the older slut daughter. 
goes, yeah. are we sleeping here tonight? Can we say nicely the unnecessary daughter? The unnecessary daughter. Yeah. The Meg of this family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Says, are we sleeping here tonight? She goes, no, we're going to stay at the Holiday Inn. Oh, I know the Holiday Inn. That's where I get dicked down by my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Then, t- 10 minutes later. They're all in bed. No, because Dad says I'm going to a meeting. I won't. I'll be home early. But then he also says, if the kid gets tired, just put him to bed. Is it early? But, are you going to be home early? Or are you going to be home, home late? Are, you, are they sleeping there? Do you want them to go to bed, or do you not want them to sleep there? Yeah. Because if they just left, then no problem. No problems. They wouldn't have discovered that you moved the cemetery, not the bodies. Craig T. Nelson, when he's packing the truck is in a panic and drops boxes and, like, just trying to carry the whole couch on his own. Like, but then he's in such a panic, he put two boxes in the truck and then he's like, oh, I've got to go to a meeting. <laughs> but then they packed some things. And, you know, they packed this and they packed that. They didn't pack the creepy clown toy. Yeah. I was like, um, that would be the first thing I'd get rid of. Yep. Yep. Because if I'm that kid... That will be a like breakthrough in my future therapy sessions. Yeah. It's not a poltergeist. It's not the TV people. Oh, so it was a bit weird. The ending got a bit much. I don't know if we needed the skeletons popping up out of the pool. Because we knew that at that point, we knew that it was happening there because they built it on a cemetery. And they dug into the pool and then people and the... People didn't like that, the dead people. Yeah. I thought that, I thought the popping up out of the ground, I thought that was okay. I just would have liked a little bit more build up mm-hmm. into that full on scariness. Because it got a bit, it got a bit much. Yeah, a bit much for as quickly as it happened, I think. Yeah. Also, a couple of things. Okay. The boy wears a cap to bed. He was going to get a sunburn. I don't know why. What Was it a Star Wars hat? No. Indiana Jones hat. Why do they have blinds in their house? No one draws the blinds. The blinds are open (laughs) 24-7. Why even have them? Yeah. When should they have tea? The cup is empty. The cup is empty. Which is one of your things that you don't like. Just don't do it. I think the dog is a better investigator than Mrs. Strait. Mrs. Tra- Academy Award winner Beatrice Well, in Tra- this movie, not this. Dr. Tosh she or whatever her name is. She? Tosh.0. Tosh. 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 <laughs> um, she won an Oscar for this movie network, right? I know that. She's a very good movie. Yep. She was in the movie for five minutes. Well, so you couldn't tell that she was outacted <laughs> by a golden retriever. So I was like, well, you still can work out if she was good or not. She's only win one scene. Yeah. Um, the dog's a very good actor. Uh, the tornado passes over the house and the unnecessary daughter comes out and yells, Mum, it's a tornado. Like, We're like, fucking yeah. Are you fucking serious, bitch? Yeah. God. What is happening? <laughs> the effects of the house imploding in on itself were pretty good. Not bad. Better than the face, for sure. Um, but also, you know when the... <laughs> When the son, for whatever reason, gets snatched by the tree. Yes. Um, 
Then he goes in the tree and comes out again. And then the tree's the eating him. The yep. thing, and then, then he goes to shut up close up of his face. He just looked like he had um, like a food fight. He looked like he just had like tomato sauce and mustard on his face. Yeah, it so was an like odd red and yellow dirtiness for that. They're like, Being what have we got tree. in the food truck? What have we got? Oh, let's get yeah, mustard. That'll yeah, do. it's lunchtime. The five-year-old daughter knows. I, as I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord <laughs> my soul to keep. That was creepy. American kids have to say their prayers every night mm. because in God they trust. And I pray that they make it through um, the next school day. Why is a movie automatically creepier when there's a kid? Yeah. Because kids aren't meant to be cre- kids are creepy actually. <laughs> our our step nieces are creepy. Is that what you no, say? <laughs> no. Came to the cafe the other day, and they were doing some coloring in right to entertain them for a bit. And then on the back, because that we have some coloring in for kids at the cafe. Yep. But so far, about 75% of the front window is Peppa Pig. one niece. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> and so the other two nieces were drawing Next things. there, I'll, I'll colour in something. Yeah. And make it look like a kid. Next, so I'll just colour in So our other nieces were colouring in something and they wanted to do another one. But rather than just have them use all the colouring, I said, draw something on the back. Okay. Yeah. And they drew something that looked like it was straight out of Tim Burton. Was it like... <laughs> Was and I'm like, like it, it was like in Scary Movie Three, that's probably based off an actual horror movie. Yep. Where this, where the kid draws the creepy pictures. Isn't that Signs? Yeah, it's probably that's probably yeah. The kid because, draws yeah. pictures in Signs. Yeah. Shane Scary says, Movie Three is part Signs, part The Ring, part Eight Mile, because that's <laughs> a horror movie. Shane says, "I'm a bit obviously been very impacted by Signs because like we'll have a." cup of water and then just leave it wherever I am so occasionally Shane will go through the house and pick up like six cups of water that I've just left that's the that's a very small part of the movie signs <laughs> I, was say, I don't remember that bit um what a surprise Steven Spielberg and Frank Marshall have produced a movie that's become a classic yeah what a surprise um what else have I written a couple of one good thing particularly um the when they're watching the football and the TV channel changes to Mr. Rogers, mm. first you think that's fucking poltergeist. Yes, but it's just the shithead neighbour that refuses to yeah. not change the channel. Mm. Uh, so that's a bit clever. Um, I've already said that she feed the bird to death. Yep, and it's like a fucking sarcophagus. That cigar box. Mm-hmm. The only Wednesday wisdom quote I could come up with: shit house. The grass is greener on, on every sides? side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the grass is greener on every side. Can I just talk about the ending for two seconds? Yes. Why? Why? It's It's not the TV's fault. Oh, no. Why do you put the TV out of the hotel room? It's just a symbol. The TV didn't do anything wrong. Right. No. Mr. Teague did. The boss. Yeah. Right? And also, it's a different TV. It's just to show that they're scared. Well, f- fuck off then. Why are you you're so offended on behalf of all motel TVs? Well, no, because it was just like... <laughs> it was just a symbol. It was like, why? 
though. We just had to explain to us because the shit people didn't move bodies and they built it on a cemetery. Yeah. I don't know if that's... That's not wouldn't haunt something. Somebody has died everywhere. It's <laughs> a quote from last night in Soho. Right? This is this is whatever this is valley Lo- they're living this in. This is London. Somebody has died in every room of in, every, in every building, building in London. And even every street corner. Like, you know. That's some Wednesday wisdom from the old lady in so, last night in Soho. So overall, summarize, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I'm going to give it a 2.75. Ooh, okay. Okay. That's good. That's so overall, what have we got? Overall, the total score for 1982's Poltergeist is 40.25. Oh, that's not bad. So that puts it about middle of the road um, in between Gattaca and Fatal Attraction. Oh, right. Okay. About, there you go. About, 20, uh, about 10 points, 11 points less than Juno. About... 20 points more than Flubber. Flubber is the worst movie we've done so far, according to Archie. Um, do you want another fact about the kids that I have that I wanted to say? Well, who died? When Robbie, played by Oliver, Oliver Robbins, is being strangled, mm-hmm. the clown's arms became extremely tight and Robbins started to choke. Oh, God. When he screamed out, I can't breathe, Steven Spielberg and Toby Huber thought the boy was ad-libbing and just instructed him to look at the camera. When Steven Spielberg saw Robin's face was turning purple, he ran over and removed the clown's arms from Robin's neck. And then said, did we got all that? Because that was a good shot. Yeah. Then, there also one thing, there's a jump cut from the scene where Diane is explaining to Steven about the feeling you get when the spirit pulls you across the floor. The tickling pulls you across the floor. The scene jumps mid-sentence to the scene where they are both on their neighbour's doorstep, again in mid-sentence. The reason for the cut was because in the original scene, Stephen says how he hates Pizza Hut because the little girl says they're having pizza for dinner. Oh, yes. The scene was edited rather crudely after Pizza Hut took offence. <laughs> I did notice that, actually. There was one point where it did really big jump. Uh, and if you want to go and visit the house, it's in Simi Valley, California, where it still stands today. Well, there you go. Did my lights just flick? Yeah, there's a, you've got a poltergeist now because we've offended the movie Poltergeist. Maybe it's my... We'll check the video. Maybe it's my uh, sexual unsatisfaction. (laughs) Let's have a break and we'll be back with some reviews very shortly. Two drinks cinema! Reviews for Poltergeist. I'm going to start with a five star. The best movie of its time, but it still holds the trophy of best horror motion picture. Nope. I still wonder, how did they make such a great movie without CGI or new technology in such a perfect way? You must watch this. <clears throat> Three people found this helpful. I could give If I could give this movie zero stars, I would. It's so beyond dated, cheesy, and the quote-unquote special effects are a steamy pile of garbage. When you're typing... You don't need to write quote unquote because you have access to quotation marks that we don't have when we are oral. But the worst thing about it, it's painfully boring and slow. There are so many useless scenes and TBH, old people just have misty-eyed nostalgia for it. Some old movies age well and are timeless like Star Wars and Aliens, but man, not Poltergeist. 
I don't think it's slow. I don't think the, it, it's this balance of slow slash building tension. Yeah. Which I don't think Andrew understands. Your one, he also doesn't understand quotation marks. No. Shift, the shift and the key with quotation marks on it. Yep. <laughs> They're on your keyboard. <laughs> it's not like a function button where you got to go into some extra menu. Your one from Andrew goes well into my one from Devon. Classic horror movie still holds up today, and the few bad reviews are clearly from people who think every movie needs Avatar special effects and cheap jump scares. Because, you know, only old people like movies like this because of nostalgia. Laughing, crying emoji. That's a five-star. That's a five-star. I reckon Devin is replying to Andrew. (laughs) I originally watched this movie in 1982 when it was released first time. There were occasions when I could have re-watched it, two separate words, but... It but did not feel compelled to do so. Finally, I decided to look again and find the whole movie to be a ridiculous fantasy. It is just another way of exorcist in a different form. All the actors overdo their jobs like a sixth grader in school play. They never contact police. That's the point. Just go down to your neighbourhood ghost specialists. This fantasy is as good as Bill Murray films. Obviously, people must like this stuff as more films were produced in this line and movies about zombies. Aliens seem to dominate the market. It is all special (laughs) effects and who cares about any sensible storyline? I found out Mummy franchise netted very high revenue, $600 and good movies with reasonable storyline are sidelined. I have no idea what that had to do, that last bit. I do like it. Just go down to your neighbourhood ghost specialist. Yeah, Tangina. This house is now clean. But not, it was not clean. Sophie says. Sophie. She should be posting this on that other one we used to do reviews from. Common Sense Media. Common Sense Media. My kids, my kids were so scared. My husband let them watch it. My children slept, slept in my bed for two weeks. But my answer, super good. I love the movie. The clown is very spooky, but the jump scare was so good. What jump scare? Little hands up by the face smiling emoji. Eyes for love hearts emoji. And then the little sideways smiley face looking sideways emoji. Not a clown emoji? Not a clown emoji, no. All right. One person. I'm going to give that another helpful just because I feel bad for Sophie because her kids had to sleep with her for two weeks. No. And then she had an affair with someone. That became Fatal Attraction. (laughs) Lee, would you like to know what we're doing next week? Oh, yeah. Mm. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? First horror movie I ever watched, I was seven and sitting on the floor in front of the couch where my older cousins were sitting and watching watching with me. One of them grabbed me from behind in the first... (laughs) I feel like I'm now... (laughs) I feel like now I have to do mandatory reporting. Oh, One God. of them grabbed me from behind in the first few minutes and I was scared to death for the rest of the movie. Best horror movie ever. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> that was like when um, we went to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the cinemas. <laughs> and our friend, because we'd seen it. And so our friend I said... just let, I don't get scared by this. So I was fine. My friend just said, let me know when there's a scary bit coming up. And so there was a scary bit coming up, but the suspense had already started. There was a scary bit coming up, so I went to tap her on the arm to tell her, and she got scared and shit herself. <laughs> and we had to sit on the ends, 
she couldn't sit, so she had to have people either side of it in case somebody came and grabbed her yeah, during the case movie. Yeah, in case Paris Hilton, on oh no, her wrong movie, Jessica, Jessica Biel yeah. came in and Gosh. chainsawed her. And then we went to Macca's. No, and then we were driving and I drove after and then to scare her, I, I put the clutch in halfway and just revved the shoot out of the engine. It sounded a <laughs> bit like a chainsaw. <laughs> and then she did that. Uh, uh, next week's movie Oh yeah Was released on the 17th of October 1997 Okay, we're doing scary movies Titanic No Okay 1997 Yeah A and scary it movie it was made $125 million from a $17 million budget Is it Jessica Biel's Texas Chainsaw it's Massacre? Not. 1997 scary movie Yeah Is it scary movie? No Okay Close. Scary Movie 2. No. <laughs> no, it was directed White by chicks. Jim Gillespie. And a fun fact, that Melissa Joan Hart was offered one of the lead roles. Did you say close like it was a piss take one? Maybe. It's not Fatal Instinct that we talked about when no. the Fatal Attraction one. It's not a piss take one. Oh, Scream. No. Oh. Close. I know what you did last summer. That one. Okay. <laughs> the other one that Scary Movie makes fun of. Okay, okay, okay. There okay. you go. I started watching the TV show of I Know What You Did Last Summer on Amazon Prime. And? Um, I haven't picked it up again. Okay. Three well, episodes I think we watched. That we've made TV shows we've mentioned before that we started watching and didn't finish. Yeah. Queer as Folk got cancelled. Yeah, because all of the characters are Sunnyzoms. C-bombs. I censored C-bombs instead of just saying C-bombs or censoring cunts. (laughs) And you just said it anyway. (laughs) All right. All righty. How can we get from... So we have to go from poltergeist to... Poltergeist. um, To I know what you did last summer. Yes. I know what you did last summer. I'm not... I know what you did last summer. Autocorrect suggests that. I typed, I went, I know what you did last summer and kicked a Q instead of a W and then it suggested I do W. Oh, you did the initials. Yeah, because I couldn't be bothered writing it. I wrote what all, I wrote it all because oh, I'm quick typing. Um, I've never seen it. For reference okay. from the rest of my notes, it stars Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Philippe and Freddie Prinze Jr. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> One eternity later. All right. This is what we've come up with in our little that might have been too long yeah, break. We, we edited it out. Three months later. Listeners, we're now posting our six degrees in the Two Drink Cinema Facebook group. So join that mm. if you think you can do better. It's open to group members only yep. to try and beat us. We have gone in Poltergeist from Craig T. Nelson. Yep. To Samuel L. Jackson in The Incredibles. To Frozone, yep. Samuel L. Jackson was in Pulp Fiction, which was directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yep. Who directed Inglorious Bastards yep. that had Mike Myers in it. Correct. And Mike Myers fucks Ryan Philippe in 54. He doesn't, but he wants to. Okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. I just know that they're in a bedroom, and so my mind filled in the rest. <laughs> it was the 70s. Because like Mike Myers, I wanted to fuck Ryan Philippe in 54. Um, not the year, because neither of us were born. So <laughs> that's the trivia. God. Do we want to do a top four oh. for Craig T. Nelson? Incredibles, Incredibles 2, Poltergeist. Poltergeist and some other shit. Nah. ER. ER. Um, nah. Nah. 
My brain's fried. Yeah, all right. Philip J. Fried. We almost got to Futurama in, when, when, during the break when we were doing... Katie Seagal. Um, Katie Seagal <laughs> from Christina Applegate because somehow we got to Dead to Me by Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. And Freddie Prince Jr., Linda Cardellini, uh, Christina Applegate, Applegate. Katie Seagal, I'm Married with Children. Katie Seagal or Ed O'Neill from Married with Children, which would have got us to... No, Futurama, Futurama of Modern Family, with neither of which star Craig T. Nelson. Nope. Or Tangina. Nope. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you're keeping up, it is Halloween month, so we are watching mm. Scary Movie. We just did Poltergeist, and now we are doing I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is its 25th it. anniversary. I haven't seen it. I'm it's gonna, a guy with a hook. Spoiler. I'm going to struggle to see it. To watch it because I've watched Scary Movie so much, yeah. I'm not going to be able to watch it. Don't watch Scary Movie before you watch. I know what you did last summer. I've already watched it. 18 and don't times. take notes. Okay, we'll try let's just that. try the not taking right. notes. So if we have less to talk about next week, it's an experiment. Yeah, sorry, right. listeners. We'll just be like, I forget what happened. Yeah, it was scary. I think two point five. Freddie Prince Jr.'s bum's good. Is his bum out in it? Uh-huh. His bum's out in probably oh, every no. movie, Ryan like Jamie Lee, cruel intentions. like Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs in the eighties. Mm. Mm. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe, like, like, rate, review, follow. Done. Join the Facebook All group the if you think you can beat us on six degrees uh, of separation, two drink cinema style. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. This house is now clean. This podcast is now clean. <laughs> it's most definitely not. <laughs> Two drinks in a mile!